Thanks for listening. For earlier access to these episodes, access to Ask Me Anything sessions, and extended breakdowns of historical and current events, please consider joining our warning premium community by clicking the link in the description to this episode. Donald Trump, the 46th president of the United States, has become the first president in American history to be criminally charged by the federal government. The indictment, which has seven counts and is not yet public, includes charges under the Espionage Act. Donald Trump took, improperly, thousands and thousands of classified documents from the White House that were not his. They belonged to the people of the United States, to the government of the United States. They included some of the nation's most closely guarded secrets, and they wound up in Mar-a-Lago. For what purpose, we don't know. But nobody should mistake what is happening as anything other than historic, profoundly important, and deeply relevant to the future of the country. We are testing a proposition here, and the proposition is this. No person in the United States is above the law. We have no dictator in this country. We have no king. We have a president who temporarily is given great powers to preserve, protect, and defend the Constitution of the United States. He is not above the law. He was given the greatest privilege that any American citizen could ever be given, and he lied to the American people more than 35,000 times. But those aren't crimes. Those are signs of immorality. Those are signs of mental illness and sickness, but not crimes. What Donald Trump has been indicted on includes a failure to protect the nation's most grievous secrets. These are serious charges, not frivolous. But it's also important to remember at this moment, as the internet is filled with violent threats from MAGA extremists, as politicians like Josh Hawley rush forward to attack the American criminal justice system, to indict it as corrupt in defense of the most corrupt man who ever held office in America, it's worth mentioning that Donald Trump is innocent, exactly like he said he was. He declared, I am an innocent man. And under the American system of jurisprudence, he in fact is. He is innocent. He is presumed innocent until proven guilty. And this is fundamental to the American concept of justice. Nobody should have schadenfreude here. There should be no happiness. There should be no delight about a political enemy falling. This is a dangerous hour for the United States. We are in the hours of consequence from the dismal Trump presidency, from the years of indecency, cruelty, vanity, narcissism, meanness. This is the accountability stage. The fundamental question at hand is, can Donald Trump do whatever it is he pleases, whatever he wants, absent any consequence? That proposition is about to be tested. But we should also understand that Donald Trump 
despite everything, is at this moment the front runner for the Republican nomination for the presidency of the United States. The Democratic administration of Joe Biden, the man who defeated Donald Trump in the presidential election, the man who Donald Trump has constantly smeared, attacked his family, the man who Donald Trump claims, in fact, did not beat him, but in fact took the presidency illegitimately through an act of fraud, is now prosecuting, through his administration, Donald Trump, the Republican frontrunner. It is an enormous historical event for a member of the political opposition, which Trump is, against the party in power, to be prosecuted. It's an extraordinary event, and one we shouldn't take lightly. Mike Pence was entirely correct when speaking with Dana Bash, when he talked about this being an act that usually takes place in a banana republic. Maybe that's appropriate, because what Donald Trump did his best to do was to turn America into a banana republic over the last four or five years. The fundamental question at hand for the American people is what was Donald Trump's intention with those classified documents? Federal prosecutor Jack Smith has made a determination that his intention was a criminal act. And now, soon, we'll see. And then a jury of his peers will make a judgment against Donald Trump as the evidence is presented should this go to trial. The American people can do better than Donald Trump. This man should never hold a position of power in the country again. The problem inside the Republican Party is not a lack of recognition over this obvious fact. It is the fact that though it is obvious, they remain fearful, afraid, and intimidated of Donald Trump. It's why weak men like Ron DeSantis do everything to defend Donald Trump. Not because it's right, not because they're trying to make an argument about America's jurisprudential system, no, because they are afraid. They are intimidated. And so in the days ahead, we will see the intimations towards political violence. We will see calls for political violence on the internet and from the chat rooms in the extremist corners of the internet where the MAGA movement resides. We will see the threats. The judge will be threatened. Juries will be threatened. Prosecutors will be threatened. Anybody who stands opposed to Donald Trump is threatened. When Donald Trump came down those escalators at Trump Tower, it was a decisive moment in the history of America. It was one of our worst moments as Donald Trump descended, spewing racist bile about how every Mexican is a rapist and a murderer. If he wanted to be accurate, what he should have said is Mexican-Americans make up the highest percentage by nationality of Medal of Honor recipients. He spewed his racism. He told the American people that Barack Obama was an imposter born in Kenya, not an American patriot from Hawaii. At every opportunity, he divided, and he lied. He lied over and over and over again. He lost an election. And when that election was lost, there was not one person around him 
who had the integrity or the patriotism to look him in the eye and say, God damn it, Mr. President, you lost the election. I don't know what to tell you. Instead, they allowed his lies to flourish and to grow. They allowed the insanity to spread. And here's where it ended up. Even the man that Donald Trump tried to have hung on that day will not denounce him. It is the most appalling spectacle of American weakness, placidity, and impotence that has ever been seen in the history of the republic. Why are so many Republican politicians afraid of this man? Even now, in this hour, when he stands indicted under the Espionage Act, they defend him mindlessly. Why has the Republican Party and its politicians submitted so fully and completely to a cult of personality built around the rancidity of a convicted sexual abuser, someone who demeans and defames his enemies, attacks, and tries to burn down the greatest institutions ever conceived by the mind of man that sustain American democracy approaching its 250th year. Why are America's elected politicians permitting this man to harm the country? And the answer is simple. Ambition, greed, and cowardice. And now it has come to pass that Donald Trump is an accused criminal, accused by the government of violating the Espionage Act. But this isn't any normal contractor. This is a former president of the United States, the commander-in-chief. And he is also the front-runner to be the Republican nominee to be president again. Of course, should he take power again, American democracy will end shortly before its 250th year. And it will prove what the skeptics of republics have always said from the beginning of the American experiment, that no republic has endured. And it will be the case that this one won't either, should Donald Trump return to power. There is a fundamental proposition at hand, and it is this. We have no king, we have no dictator, and the way that it is supposed to work is no person in America is above the law, including Donald Trump. What we have seen in the reaction to Donald Trump's indictment, which is not yet public, which nobody has read, is repulsive. Republicans are rushing to defend, not his rights, not saying that he is innocent until proven guilty, which he certainly is. They are rushing to defend the indefensible out of fear. They are advancing a dangerous notion that Donald Trump is above the law. He's not. What is it that Donald Trump did with some of America's most sensitive secrets? Let's put it on the table. Did he sell them? His son-in-law and his daughter received $2 billion from the Saudi Investment Fund, the very same fund that was just used by the murdering Crown Prince to take over professional golf in the United States. Jared Kushner received $2 billion dollars billion 
does anybody really think he didn't get anything for it? Is it possible that there are Americans so naive? We're about to find out. These crimes that Donald Trump are accused of are some of the most serious and momentous that have ever been charged in American history. We stand in momentous hours. American democracy will be tested in the days and weeks ahead. It will be tested by the threats of violence and mayhem that originate from the MAGA extremists. It will be tested by the violence that bubbles up from the internet. We are testing a fundamental proposition that was laid out by a generation of geniuses long ago. Can government of the people, by the people, for the people endure? Can it survive against the ego, the avarice, and the narcissism of a man like Donald Trump? We're about to find out. Thank you.